have your Bible this morning, turn with me to the 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, if you would. Let's all stand as we honor uh, God's Word by standing and as we read our text this morning. We're going to be preaching on the Lord's Supper. Uh, this, I think uh, a lot of people have forget about what the Lord's Supper is all about and, and, and such and why the importance of it. So we're going to be talking about some of that. Uh, this morning, but I want to read to you, beginning in the 17th verse of the 1 Corinthians 11th chapter, and something that the Apostle Paul told the church at Corinth, they, the, 11th, the 11th chapter is really about the Lord's Supper and, and, and the right way and the wrong way of doing it, uh, but he says in the 17th verse, now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not. And the reason being, the reason he's saying this is, is because they were doing the Lord's Supper wrong. There is a wrong way to do it, and there's a right way to do it. Now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that you come together, not for the better, but for the worse. In other words, uh, it's better to come together for the better than it is to come together for the worse, as, as they were doing. But first of all, when you come together in the church, I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it, for there must be also heresies among you. Now, that's a, that's a key statement there because what happens is, you know, that if, if, if there are, if, if there are uh, divisions among you, then there must be somebody that is dividing it, and, uh, and you know, and going and saying things, uh, uh, talking about things they shouldn't be talking about out in public. But uh, Paul says, well, they, if, if I hear that there be divisions among you, and I partly believe it, for there must also be heresies among you, that is, people talking about things that shouldn't be talking about, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. When you come together... Therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper, doing it their way. For in, for in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper, and one is hungry and another is drunken. What have ye not houses to eat in, to drink in, or despising ye the church of God, and shame them that have not? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you? In this, I praise you not. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. We thank you for this time we have together today, Lord. And as this, this spiritual time, Lord, we have here today, it's, uh, it's one of those days when, when uh, I, I always believe that it's when the, the dark spirituality meets the living spirituality. And uh, today is... Is, is a great day because it's all about the Lord's Supper and, and the spiritual spiritual part of the Lord's Supper. And Lord, I just pray that you'll see fit to help us to do what we have to do today. Help us to do it correctly. Help me as as a leader of these people to to do it the right way. And Lord, I just pray that you'll bless us and everything. For it's in Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Talking about the Lord's Supper, 
it's uh, this is an important thing. I, I I would venture to say that most people, a lot of people, let's, let's put it that way, a lot of people can't tell you how the Lord's Supper is important to them and, uh, and, and what the importance of it is to them as far as the church is concerned. There's only two uh, ordinances in the Lord's Church. One of them is baptism and the other is the Lord's Supper. And there's, a, there's a right way of baptizing, there's a wrong way of baptizing, there's a right way of observing the Lord's Supper, and there's a wrong way of observing the Lord's Supper. And so as a result of it, then the church here at Corinth was observing the Lord's Supper their way. And, and Paul said it's the wrong way. What they were doing, and for some people that may not know this, what they were doing is they were uh, uh, coming out of, uh, they were bringing their own meal. Each one of them was bringing their own meal. And, and if, you, if you know the Corinthian church, if you studied it, the Corinthian church had divisions among it. And, and, and uh, they had, there was four different divisions among the Corinthian church. And what would happen is, is these, these different divisions would get together and they would do their own supper. And, and some of them, there'd be some that get to eat and some didn't get to eat. And, and, and that's all wrong when it comes to Lord's Supper. Lord's Supper is, 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 is one of those things where that every member of the Lord's Church all conjugate together and they eat uh, of, the, uh, of the bread and the wine and, and they take the Lord's Supper together. It's not one of those things where people just eat, bring what they want to to eat. And, you know, we, we've got churches today that's doing the same thing. They're, they're bringing, they're uh, doing the very same thing as, as we're talking about here is, you know, some, some of them are, uh, I, I knew of a church in Kentucky started serving saltine crackers and, uh, and, and, and even one, one I remember up there started uh, uh, serving uh, uh, tomato juice, and and uh, instead of instead of uh, even instead of grape juice, they used tomato juice because it's a fruit of the vine. So that's that's how people look at the scriptures. But we know that the Bible teaches that the fruit of the vine is is the grape, and when a grape is fermented, it becomes wine. And that's why that uh, we use wine in the Lord's Supper. It's because of the fact that this is uh, uh, this is how the Lord would would have us to do it. Now, the Lord's Supper is one of the heirlooms of the Lord's Church. Uh, baptism is the other one. If some of these some of these you you know you you've got to realize that these are important things. Scriptural baptism is important. You know, if you don't, if you if you're a member of one of the Lord's churches and you haven't had scriptural baptism, then then you you really you really do need it, and you need to find out what you need to do to receive scriptural baptism. Now, the elements are of the simplest character. It is bread and wine. Now, that's what I teach, what I believe, and I believe that uh, most uh, sound churches. We'll use the bread and wine in the Lord's Supper, the fermented wine. If you if you saw the words of the, one of those songs we sang, the song was written by some of the old Puritan preachers, 
that came along. I know Charles Spurgeon wrote one of the songs, and um, and those songs uh, uh, teach us, and they mention in them about the bread and the wine. And you know, even even way back then, they used wine in the Lord's Supper. But modern day Christians use just anything they want to use. They use grape juice. They use wine. Well, we use wine, but they, they'll use grape juice. And just like I said, one church used tomato juice and, and made that the fruit of the vine. But anyway, anyway, it's the character, the simplest character is it's bread and wine. The significance of bread and wine is the very character of the Lord's church. Christ referred to the bread as my body. He called that, he called it my body. And the wine is my blood. So that's why that we, if, if you read on the front of that table there, it says, this, this ye do in remembrance of me. And that's what we do it for. That's, that's why, that's what we do. You know, Christ gave his, his body uh, as, as a, as a instrument of, uh, for, for our salvation. And, and he also shed his blood for our salvation. And so the picture that we have today is the blood and the wine, and so there, there it is. There are symbols within the Lord's Supper. There are many symbols within the Lord's Supper, and and the reason we need to learn these things and 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 follow them is the fact that, well, one of them is there is the incarnation. You know, uh, the incarnation is taught. The great apostle states. For I have received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. So we, um, we must remember, always remember, that, uh, that his body was, was, was given as, as a as a as, as something that to, to save us, in other words, in other words, he he gave his body there on the tree at Calvary, and he 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 did that precious body, and 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 if you read the fifty third chapter of the book of uh, Isaiah, Isaiah teaches us exactly what all that is about. Uh, the Bible says it pleased the Lord to bruise him, and that's talking about his body. It pleased, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. I, I don't quite understand all of that, but, but the thing about it is, is I don't think we have to understand it. I think we have to just realize that the Lord did this for us, and he did it uh, in, our, in our stead. He said, um, he said, he took on him not the nature of angels, but the like the Bible says in Romans 8, 3, he, he, it wasn't the nature of angels, but the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh as a result of that. That's found in Romans 8, 3. The taking of the bread as a symbol of his body was voluntary, was a voluntary act of himself. For he made himself of no reputation when he took the form of a servant. In, in Philippians two thirteen, he didn't do anything to show off. He, he, didn't, he didn't do anything to show off anything. He, he did everything he did is because that's what he was ordained to do. That's what he came here to do. The incarnation makes it uh, 
pretty sure that uh, uh, that he that he was God, God the Father, and 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 he became God the Son, and he came to the earth and he lived among men. The first chapter of the book of John says that he 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 lived among us, and we we and and, and we saw him and and we witnessed him, and uh, as he lived among us. Uh, Paul talks about all of them that saw him. And all of them, he said he was one of the late apostles that saw Jesus while he was living here on the earth. To be an apostle, you had to have walked with Jesus. And certainly that was an important thing for them that, uh, that he, he didn't, he didn't do it for a show. He, he didn't do it to show his, his manhood. He did it because it was his, it was what was ordained of him to uh, to uh, die there. The, also, within the Lord's Supper, there is devotion. There is devotion within the Lord's Supper. The great apostle says he gave thanks. Now, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know of anybody that gives thanks for dying. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that. The fellow I was telling y'all about Wednesday night, I'm pretty sure he died yesterday. I'm not sure yet, yet, but I, I'm gonna find out. But at any rate, uh, uh, at any rate, uh, it devote who who whoever gave thanks that they're dying. I guess the only person I ever saw that came close to that was was the brother that came here and he 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 was saved here at this church. And, and he had lung cancer. And Brother Kendall and I went to see him. He was in Savannah in the hospital. And and he smote on his chest. When we walked in the room, he was sitting up in the bed, and he smote on his chest like that. And, and, and he said, I thank God that he gave me this. He said, I thank God that he, he put this in my chest. Talking about cancer. And uh, I, I asked him. I said, "Brother, I said, why, why, why are you saying that?" He said, "Well, if 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 I didn't have cancer, he said uh, I wouldn't be uh, uh, I wouldn't be even here talking with y'all. I wouldn't even been in wouldn't even been in uh, the church over there. But if you remember him, uh, he was walking down the sidewalk over there, and 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 he said that something just told him." to go into this church. And he came, and he came forward at the end of the services, and he, he, he gave his testimony of, of, of his cancer and everything. And, and so as a result of it, you know, he was saved that day, and, and we, I, I, don't, I don't remember if we even scripturally baptized him or not, did we? I'm not, I'm not too sure. I don't remember if he was ever able to be scripturally baptized. But anyway, he came, and he was uh, he was here, and he's the only person I've ever known, I've ever talked to, uh, in my nearly 55 years of pastoring. He's the only person that I've ever talked to that thanked the Lord that He made him sick, and he did. I mean, he was he was so sincere about it, you just wouldn't believe it, and he thanked the Lord that uh, uh, that He made him sick. And I've never had anybody do that. Well, this is one time here, this, the Lord's devotion here, he, he gave thanks that he was able to die for us. 
Now, can you imagine that? He, he gave thanks. He, he thanked the Lord for the things that, that happened to him and, and such. And, and that's in verse 24. Just think of this. He gave thanks to God, the Father, for taking his body and bruising it for such sinful creatures as we are. I mean, he did that. He did that for, for us, for we, uh, we sinful people. You know, what, what, what did we ever deserve? You know, I've often said many times, somebody will say something nice about me. I say, what did I do to deserve that? And so, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we, we just, uh, we just, just can't, you can't, you can't begin to fathom it. Why, why, why he thanked the Lord for bruising him. He thanked the Lord for bruising him. He gave thanks to the Father for the privilege of dying for sinful people as we are. He told the Father, not my will, but thine be done. Not my will. He, he didn't say, he said, this, he said I'm, I'm going, this is, this is not my will, but this is your will for me. And, you know, many times, you know, we, we pass up what God's will is for our life. We do it. You know, I, I believe with all of my heart, I believe that uh, when we have the Lord's Supper, it ought to be God, every, every member of this church ought to see the will uh, that in God that they should be in the Lord's house observing the Lord's Supper. If you're a member of this church, I don't know how many people have. I know I've taught it over the years, and, I, and really I'm going to tell you, folks, it's hard to go back and reteach it. It really is. It's, it's when you teach something for the first time, that's the most wonderful time of teaching. But when you have to go back and try to tell people that this is important, that this is why the Lord is doing these things, that's difficult to do. That really is. There's not a person sitting in this, not a member here of Landmark Baptist Church that is here today that hadn't been taught this. Maybe some of the little ones. The, some, some of the real, real little ones hadn't been taught it. But, uh, but you, you know, you've been taught this. But the sad part about it is we, we don't, we don't see the importance of it. And, and we, we've been taught it so much. Then there is the suffering. There is the suffering that comes with this. You know, after, after giving thanks, the Bible says he break it. Everybody says that's a picture of him suffering himself. Not, 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 no one's making him suffer. He, he, he suffered himself and he did it. He, 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 he broke the bread when he, when he gave it to him. And, and as a result of it, that was showing the fact that, that he was given his, his very body, his very, and, and of course we know he gave his blood, but he'd given his very body for us as, as we're, as we're that sinful. He suffered. He never thought of wicked Judas as breaking his body. He never, he never did say anything about what Judas did. You know, if you'll notice that, Judas betrayed him. The Lord never said anything about it. Matter of fact, Peter was going after him with his sword and the Lord told him to put it away. You know, he, uh, he suffered, but he suffered willfully. He suffered because 
that's what the Lord had, had for him to do. And he suffered willfully. But he, he, he broke it. Him, you know, he never, he never spoke of Judas, wicked Judas, as breaking his body. But he broke it himself. You know, Judas is the one that gave him that, that kiss. Judas is the one that uh, got 30 pieces of silver to, to point him out to the, the, uh, the officials. And he did, but with a kiss, with, with, uh, the kiss of death. You know, I was just thinking today, this is one thing, you know, this Halloween thing, I, I, don't, I don't agree with it. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, Halloween deals with death and dying. And, and that is something that, uh, that we, we're meeting with today. But let me, let me tell you, Jesus focused on, on, on dying and then living again. Dying and living again. What a great thing. It's not dying and staying dead. It's dying and living again as he did. Uh, he broke it. So he, he broke it himself uh, there, there on Golgotha's hill when he gave his precious body. Well, also, he said in the Bible, No man taketh my life from me. I, I lay it down of myself. John 10, 18, he also said, Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. John 10, 17. I mean, he, it's just amazing. It really is. It, it's amazing to me that he would do these things for a wretch like myself and, and for other wretches that, that I know that, that he did it for. And, and, and what a great blessing it is. It was because he loved, he loved, he loved us. He loved, I'm sorry, it's because he loved we miserable wretches that he gave himself as an offering to the Father. You know, we, we, we were miserable. I, I tell you, I, I still, today, I still can't fathom that he died for me. I, I can say it, and I know it. I know he did without a doubt, but I tell you, when I start looking at myself and looking at the way I was and way I even the way I am now, I just I just can't fathom and he died for me. But he did. And I know he did. I know it without a shadow of doubt. I know, I know the very minute I was born again, I know the very minute that the Lord saved me, and I know that very minute, March twenty seventh, nineteen hundred and sixty seven. That after almost six o'clock in the afternoon, Lord save me. Lord save me. I came in from work. Rhonda and I hadn't been married very long. I passed her right up. I went straight to my bathroom, went straight to the bathroom, and I got down beside the tub and I said, Lord, save my soul. And He saved me right there. I know that. Around six o'clock in the afternoon. March 27, 1967, he, he saved me right there. And, and I know that, and I know there's others in here that know exactly when they were saved. Even though they don't, a lot of people don't testify of it much that when they were saved, and a lot of people don't show it in their life that they're saved. But I want to tell you, folks, I know exactly when it was. And, and, and I just, and, and I was a wretch. I really was. Ron and I have been married about eight months when all that happened. 
we we got married in in, in September 1966. I was I was saved in March 27, 1967. And so about eight months we'd been married, and I did some terrible things. Right right after you know we talk about people talk about going on a honeymoon. Uh, I went on my own honeymoon. I did. Some fellas came by and picked me up right after me and Rhonda got married and wanted me to go with them, and I knew exactly I wanted to go. And I went with them. I was gone for a while, and I don't know why she held, why she kept me, but I, I was gone for a while and never came back for a long time. Went out. All we did, all we did was drink and went and run around, did everything we could do. And, uh, but, but the thing about it is, is I don't know why he would save somebody as miserable as I am. But he did. Thank, thank God he did. We, not only does he thank the Lord for dying for me, but I thank him for dying for me. I thank him every day that he, that he died for me. It was the great apostle who said, Be ye therefore the flowers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also lived, lo loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. I'm, you know, I, I want to tell you, folks, you can ask God to forgive you every day for all your life. And, and he's never going to hear you. He's never going to hear you. Unless, God, unless Jesus speaks in your place, Jesus, when Jesus went to Golgotha's hill, he spoke in my place. And he's still speaking in my place today. He's at the right-hand throne of the Father making intercession right this minute for me. And, and he spoke for me. And I, I'm thankful when we take the Lord's Supper in just a few minutes. Uh, I am thank the Lord a thousand times that we can that we can do this and that we can show this, but... I don't, I don't thank the Lord that a lot of people, a lot of people don't see the importance of it. We got members should be here today that's not here. They should have seen to see the importance of it, uh, of, of the Lord's Supper as it is. What, what, have, what have you done for him? He did this for you. If you're saved today, he did it for you. What have you done for him? What have you done for him? We, we, are, we are about to introduce you to the ordinance of the Lord's Supper in just a few minutes. And, and, and I, I pray that God will bless you. He'll bless you today is my prayer. Pray for those who could have been here today if they really wanted to come. They, they could have been here today. And we're, th but we're thankful for this good number that has come out this morning. And I pray that the Lord will see fit to bless you. And if Red, you'll come up here and and, and turn this thing off. We're gonna we're gonna get all the young people up here, and I want some pictures so we can put them on the church Facebook page. But.